Hi friends, and welcome to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia. And I'm Brian. And we just want to welcome you. If you are new here, we're so happy that you are here. If you are returning, then we are so happy to have you back on this journey with us. So before we get started, we just really wanted to invite you guys to go check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. You can find out lots of stuff there, um, past and current podcasts. My book is there, Making Beauty with the Ashes. You can find out how to partner with us and just some other fun ways that you can connect with us. So (laughs) jumping into today's episode. So I was just thinking like, what, what could we talk about today? And one thing that I have kind of noticed is that oftentimes when somebody is hurt or betrayed, there is a lot of fear that comes in the moving forward process after that. And so But I really wanted to talk about why betrayal can cause trauma, but also how you can start healing from that. And so, Brian, I just want to start things off with just a question for you. Are you ready? Yep. (laughs) Okay. So has someone close to you ever broken your trust? And if so, how did this make you feel? Yeah, um, I can go back to a particular situation, and when it happened, it was, I was like, you know, I was pretty much at my lowest of lowest, and a lot of it was self-induced because of the life I was living, but actually there was two people, but, you know, as I was at the tail end of this life I was living, you know, it was like, um, and I didn't, I didn't have any, I didn't have any integrity. I didn't have any, um, I just, I'd run, I'd run myself as far as being integrity and being honest. And, but at that, um, it's like these two people swooped in and they just decided they were going to, and they were close to me. They were just going to put the icing on the cake for me basically um just made up lies i mean did blatantly made up lies and just tagged that to my name as well and you know i think it it came at a time when nobody trusted me and um you know i I didn't i didn't have i didn't have any integrity anything so it's like what i said nobody believed and you know i did i felt like it it um it was done maliciously and to hurt me and to um, taint my name even worse. It's just to, uh, to tag me with this. And it was, it was a hundred percent fabricated, hundred percent a lie. And these two people, they had, and they did, they, well, I say somewhat had integrity. They should have, but you know, with what they turned around and did to me, and like I said, I didn't have any, I didn't have a leg to stand on because of the way I'd been. So, you know, I felt like it was just done to pretty much, hey, you know, nobody, everybody thinks horrible of him anyways. 
so we're just going to go ahead and throw this on him too because everybody's going to believe it and it's going to make him look that much worse right but it did it it hurt uh you know because it did the, the two people were close to me so okay that's super interesting so these two people were close to you right that's what you're saying right so say the same scenario had happened and it was just somebody you barely knew do you think it would have had the same impact yeah i wouldn't have cared because <laughs> there's been people like that too that you know it's just like you know you blow it off like who are they you know who, oh they said that about me well i don't know who they are so obviously they're not important and they're not you know you kind of get sarcastic right they're not important or they're not well known enough to even matter but uh but yeah you, you know you have those types too but uh but yeah it would have you know that i wouldn't like okay whatever you know they can say whatever they want to say i don't even know who that is so right so what you're saying is basically the the amount of injury or whatever that you acquire through the betrayal definitely has to do with the proximity of the person that betrays. Would you think that's like a. Yeah, fear? I believe so. I mean, obviously the closer they are to you, the worse it's going to hurt. Right. Um, because you know, there's, there's, you don't expect it from one. And, uh, it's, you know, it's definitely harder to process when it does happen like that and play out in that manner. Right. So I definitely agree with everything you're saying, because I think that when it's somebody, you know, close to you and all of a sudden your trust is broken, you know, you've been betrayed, you whatever, you know, people even refer to it as like, you put a knife in my back, you know, because if you think about it, if somebody, we, sometimes we watch some, you know, um, police shows or like murder mysteries and anytime there's like a knife involved, what do they say usually about the perpetrator? It's a crime of passion. It's a crime of passion because they're up close. It's somebody who was able to get up close and personal. And usually... A lot of times it's somebody they know. Yeah, that's what they say. A lot of times the person would even open the door to this person, not even knowing that they were coming to violate them and then ultimately, you know, take their life. And so I think everything you're saying is a fair assumption that betrayal definitely hurts more when it's somebody close to you. And I think that it can even be represented too as like being stabbed, you know, because betrayal has a sting to it and this type of pain can definitely leave some deep wounds, kind of like what you were talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, you said you felt like, things were said about you at a time when your integrity was very low and you really didn't even have, you know, the, I don't, I don't even know what you call it. The, you didn't have a leg to stand on basically to defend yourself because right. you felt like nobody believed you right. at this point. So I think that, so I'm sure that probably hurt you and left a sting and maybe left a wound. But like what I want to talk about today is we we live in a world where this is going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to be hurt by people. You're going to be, be be betrayed by people close to you. 
So how do you not let that betrayal linger into trauma? And so that's really kind of what I want to talk to a little bit today. And we're going to go into it a little more in depth with a EMDR psychologist who specializes in trauma. So I really want to go more into that with her as far as like what you can do to get unstuck if, you know, a wound or an injury or betrayal that you sustained has now, now you're like, you're in, you're in full-blown trauma and you just don't know how to get out of it. So, but anyways, I kind of wanted to, you know, starting off any type of trauma, any type, whether it's like, you know, a friend talking about you, you know, a close friend talking about you, or even financial, there's financial betrayal, like in close relationships, maybe your business partners, there's all sorts of things, you know, it doesn't have to be just like marital, it can, although that is a big one, but there's all sorts of betrayals that you can have in relationship with people. And so any type of betrayal can cause lingering emotional distress, but you might experience lingering trauma when someone close to you violates trust that you place in them. So kind of like we were saying, Mm -hmm. has your proximity. And so I wanted to talk about betrayal trauma because I looked it up and betrayal trauma is lingering pain and turmoil experienced after a betrayal by a parent, caregiver, or a romantic partner like a spouse. And so when they use that term betrayal trauma, they're actually, the psychologist is actually referring to someone like you were saying in very close proximity to you. So Brian, just kind of piggybacking off of what we just talked about and you were kind of sharing, and that was just one story of like where you have felt, you know, some betrayal, you know, of course, through our entire life, there's been multiple different scenarios, but that was just one that I had you think of before, (laughs) before we jumped on here. So thinking about that, what would you say helped you to get through that? time, like what helped you heal? What helped you move forward? And what helped you to not get stuck there? Because I think one thing that I see a lot of, and even, you know, there's areas in my life where I am still stuck in certain places and I'm fully aware and um, still trying to work through those. So looking at that scenario, what would you say helped you to heal to move forward and to not get stuck there. That's because it's so tempting to just park right there. What would you say to somebody who's maybe having trouble? I mean, it wasn't easy. I mean, it was, you know, and and still to this, you know, I mean, even talking about today, obviously it's not, I'm past that, but you know, it's still, it don't bring up anger. And I can't even say it brings up hurt. I'm past that point, but you know, it's still, you can still, feel it a little bit, you know, not to, you don't dwell on it and go back. But, um, you know, I think for me, I just like get, like gave it to God, you know, there's been situations where, you know, I've told you, I was like, okay, it's just, this is in God's hands. Right. I'm gonna let him deal with it. However he, he needs to deal with it. And, um, 
Because, you know, it's just those people did what they did, and I can't change that. I can't make them take their words back. And for me to sit and dwell on it and either hurt or get angry, they don't even know I'm going through that from what they've done. So it almost is one of those things where, like, you know what, I'm not going to allow the enemy to cause me to get angry or hurt when these people have said these things are just sitting back nonchalant, not even knowing that I'm going through this, you know, I'm not going to allow the enemy to, to use that in that manner and, uh, try to drag me down. So it's just like, just totally giving it to God and, right. and letting go. Right. I think, I think that's a really good, um, I'm glad you shared that. Cause I do think that that definitely applies for, you know, say like, a betrayal that you've experienced, you know, on that degree, on that level. I do think there are like, say if you've sustained a deeper betrayal, you know, a deeper wound, sometimes you, it, you have to do more than just, you know, A, B, and C. Usually there's like A, B, C, D, G, F, you know, mm -hmm. all the way to Z. There's so many um, more steps that you have to take, but I think that's definitely very, very helpful for somebody who's like, okay, I had a close friendship. This person totally stabbed me in the back and giving them a pathway of like, you know, I don't have to linger on this mm -hmm. my whole life. I don't have to be stuck and just, you know, every time this person comes around, just cringe mm -hmm. because you actually, <laughs> I know who these people are and you've been in the same room with them. You've been friendly with them. You talked to them both which is just, I think it's great because it shows that you're healed. Yeah. And so I just, I hope this gives some of you guys um, just hope that even if you have been hurt, even if you have been injured, you can heal from it. Now, I'd say if you're someone who's maybe on, been on the deeper side where you maybe you the, you know, cause there, there are degrees and there's levels too. Like, even if you were cut with a knife, right? there's degrees and there's stages of healing, or if it's like a superficial cut, you know, that's not going to take very long to heal. Now, if you cut through a few layers of skin, that's going to take you a little bit longer to heal. Now, if you've been cut down to the bone, it's a deeper process and there's way more stages involved and there's antibiotics involved mm -hmm. and it's just, it's more hands-on. And so I think it depends on the, the depth of the, the betrayal, how, how deep you were cut um, in regards to what you need to do to move forward in healing. And so I think for me, and I'll just kind of give you guys, cause I think that was so super helpful for Brian to share like his perspective. And for me, um, on my side of things, my betrayal was probably much, much deeper. And it was one of those, I would consider that cut to the bone. And I had to acknowledge, and it took me years to even acknowledge that a lot of the symptoms that I was having that I could not get over mm -hmm. <laughs> was, was betrayal trauma. And like, like I said, even the definition of betrayal trauma is when the trauma is 
when your betrayal comes from someone who's very close to you. And it's a lot harder to, to get over, but there is so much hope on the other side mm-hmm. of it. And I think for me, when I acknowledged and what, what happened is all of a sudden I just decided one day I was going to start doing some research because there was things I just could not figure out. Like, why? Why am I so hypervigilant? You know, why am I so socially withdrawn? Why am I so fearful of the past repeating itself? It was like I had all of these symptoms, which once I looked it up, it was like I checked almost every single box. And there was something about knowing that brought freedom to me. And it took that shame away because it was like, you know, oh, Alicia, get over it. You know, all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, this is what's going on. I'm not crazy. I just, now I know, now I can get on this healing journey because, you know, like, like I've said in the the past, you know, I used to be a nurse years ago. And so not every antibiotic will work for every bacteria, will work for every disease. There's certain ones that do not work. (laughs) And you have to find out the ones that do. And once you do, you start seeing improvement. And so here I was with all of this, you know, betrayal trauma going on. My mind was off the charts. And I was trying to use, you know, an antibiotic that I had self-picked that wasn't even didn't even work with what was going on. And so I think it's so important to understand what's going on because there's something, you know how people use that term knowledge is power. Well, I don't use that term a lot, (laughs) I think ever, but when I was able to figure out what was going on with me, it was like all of a sudden I didn't feel like I was being controlled by something else, I was able to actually get my power back and go, oh my gosh, these are actually just symptoms of what happened. That means I can get help. That means I can do A, B, and C. You know, it literally gave me a pathway. Mm -hmm. And so I think in every situation, there is hope for healing. You know, like we were talking about, there's so many different ways. Like we, we, we hear from a lot of different people about different things going on and everybody has something going on, right? Right. It's like every time we talk to somebody new, somebody's got a situation in their life. They've got something going on and it doesn't take very long for it to come out. (laughs) But And one thing I've also noticed is that there's a lot of people walking around with unresolved trauma that they don't even know is there. And that's why I think it's so important to figure it out, find it out, go get some help, you know, go into this new year, Mm -hmm. turn a new page, start a new chapter, heck, heck, write a new book. (laughs) Yep. Don't do the same things. I mean, for me, finding out what was going on and giving it a name was like, oh 
my gosh, Alicia is not crazy. And that was so helpful for me to find that out because trauma can make you feel like you're crazy. (laughs) So anyways, we really hope that you guys have got something from this. Um, And what I really, really wanted to just say in this episode is that our life experiences and the pain that we walk through and whatever it is does not have to define your whole life. You know, a season is not a life sentence, but it can be, right? Right. Yeah, if you allow it. If you allow it. A lot of the outcome of our situations is, it's hard, but most of the time it's, a lot of it's on us. Even if it's something somebody's done to us, it's on us to change it. So true. And make good out of it. Because they're not going to. They don't care. You know. They. I know. And I think that, and that's a hard pill to swallow. It is a hard one to swallow. But I think that's where a lot of people need to kind of come to terms is you may never get that apology. You may never get, you know, that relationship repaired or things made right in that mm-hmm. with that person. And that's okay. Right? Sometimes that just has to be okay. Yeah. And for yourself, for your sanity, you just need to move forward. Right. And just focus on yourself. Focus on getting those things fixed. Mm -hmm. Get your inside world right. And once your inside world is right, then it kind of comes out to the outside. Right. You know, it's hard to... Yeah. You know, a lot of times people try to just put a mask on and they're Mm -hmm. hiding all this pain inside, but you can't wear a mask forever. Right. So you got to work on your inside world and then your inside world will come out and then your outside world will be made right. There's actually, that's a scripture. (laughs) I just can't think of what, Mm -hmm. I cannot think of what scripture that is right now. Yeah. But it's, it's a really, really good one. But anyways, we really, really hope that this has given you guys some hope um, in moving forward. If you're somebody who you've you've suffered a lot of betrayals in your life, you know, we want to encourage you to make this the year that you decide this year, I am not going to let that betrayal define me one more year. I'm not going to let that trauma define me one more year. Get your power back. Right. You can get your power back from trauma. Yeah. And I'm actually in that process still, but I am getting my power back from, from trauma. So anyways, we hope you guys have just enjoyed this episode. Please like, share, rate, and review. Check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. Until next time, we we bless bless you. you.